When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think all things considered, you and me, we're doing well. You know? I I want to jump off of a causeway. There's several to choose from. It, I, I'm so I've look, to set us up. I understand to to what you're trying nice, to do. I appreciate it. I appreciate the, the effort. Podcast. I <laughs> but you can't we can't start the show with you saying this is a family friendly comedy <laughs> podcast. And you Implicating yourself in the murder of yourself is probably not the best way to begin the show. Ah, anyway, I'm so glad it's Friday. Like, unironically, so glad. Hey, how about that TGIF, baby? That's what it's all about. It's Friday, then it's Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, What? Yeah, that's that's the energy that I want to bring to the podcast. It's like, yeah, it's the weekend vibe, not yeah, it's the end vibe. You know what I mean? It's the like, weekend. <laughs> it's the end of the week, not the not the end, end of me being of it weak. All. Yeah. No, see, you're gonna be strong. I I'm am gonna, weak. I'm gonna, I'm gonna juice you up with audio steroids, aka my words. Yeah. <laughs> get ready to get Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that is worth following on Instagram. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. Yeah, we've been doing good. We? That's a very, very generous of you to use that particular pronoun. What's it called? Participle? It's a pronoun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, we is a pronoun? Yeah, it's... Oh, wow. First person plural. We, we wem. Those are my pronouns. <laughs> my pronoun is we web. <laughs> my pronouns are we woo. We woo. I'm a donkey. My stupid. I'm a donkey. My pronouns are hee haw. Yeah, that's my favorite joke. There's a lot of stupid trans jokes out there, but I think a really funny one that I just thought of now is identifying as an ambulance and saying that your pronouns are we woo. We woo. We woo. <laughs> that's funny because I didn't know we was a pronoun until just now. My pronouns are we woo. That is good. And yeah, that maybe shows a good joke. maybe shows my my transphobia, or just a lack of grammar knowledge. Anyway, we are so you are posting a yes. lot. Oh yeah, I've been posting three times a day. I don't yet have my third post for today, but I'm gonna have to do it by nine thirty because that's when the slot ends. So yeah, I've been uh, I I watched a whole course on how to do Instagram content in 2023, and I just said, all right, great, and I did everything they said. And it worked. It's worked. We're at just to give you just yeah. to give you guys an idea at home how this has gone for us. So there are a few things that we do. Let's back up. In 2016, we were <laughs> we were young, we were excited, and we got very lucky that we had any kind of audience at all oh, because yeah. we were terrible at what we were doing. Um, pretty much since we started the podcast. Everything that we've tried to do has failed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> merch advertising no. merch uh -huh. again <laughs> uh -huh. a website we don't have a website anymore we it's don't have gone a anymore and they won't answer my emails they won't text uh -huh. us back brandbox please please uh -huh. i need i'm sorry i i, I tried to sell more t-shirts brandbox i didn't know that you guys yeah. were paying for the website still Two years in a row now at live conferences, Seek has put us in the worst time slot. You know, we are we are not where we thought we would be until we started posting on Instagram. Now my goal is, so let me just give you, on May 28th, 2023, we had 820 followers on Instagram. Not a lot. Not a lot. On Sunday, so this, so what's today, the 7th? So on Sunday the 2nd, we had 2,000 followers. On Wednesday the 5th, we hit 3,000 followers. And on Thursday the 6th, we hit 4,000 followers. Large in part to the fact that Patrick has been uh, like a man possessed posting. And some are saying, I'm, I'm getting emails and texts all the time, hey, does Patrick hate Protestants now? Is that his whole new thing? Because you have been Look. creating rage bait for our our Protestant brothers and sisters, so called. Yeah. But I don't really, I don't really think we're treating them like our brothers and sisters because we just keep kind of antagonizing them. Well, maybe that is what you do to your siblings. You keep, <laughs> I'm not touching you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. authority, man. <laughs> you ever hear about purgatory? <laughs> yes. That's that's so actually wanna, that's a good reel. We should treat each other like brothers one. and sisters. Me with my brothers and sisters. You pull out a gun. <laughs> I saw this really funny. Wow. I saw this really funny post that was like me with my brother. Like, like, what do you need? Like, do you like you're sick? Like, what do you need? Do you need a kidney, bro? Like, you know I do anything for you. And then like my brother, hey, can I borrow your charger? What what happened? Your charger. <laughs> Oh, it broke? Oh, so, oh, I know you're not going to break mine. You're breaking chargers all the time. <laughs> would you mind walking the people through your thought process in terms of, uh, one... Rage-baiting Protestants? Growing our, growing our show to the point that it's it's it has more... We have more international... We have people messaging us from Brazil asking us questions about Catholicism. Mm -hmm. Incredible, right? We are more internationally renowned than we've ever been. I know it's hard to believe. And we still have a long way to go. I'm under no illusions that we have a lot of followers. It's just... It's four. Uh, it's 4,500. What are you going to do, you know? Right. It's it's 4,500. It's 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 a lot more than what we have. So you not only are you orchestrating a rise to fame, mm. but you are also potentially single-handedly destroying all the work that John Paul II did in the 20th century <laughs> to reconcile Catholics and Protestants. Would no, you mind explaining to people look, what's going on? This is just how debate works, all right? You can't... Cardinal not, Newman spinning in his grave enough to power a generator. You're not... You're because not, of you're your gonna, posts. You're not going to change... Uh, the the hard-lined people, you're not going to change their minds, right? So we you talked might as about well this at the summit. piss them off. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> pissing them off. It's like making a legitimate point. Beg to differ. Yeah, okay, it is pissing <laughs> them off. It is pissing it them is. off. But, but... It's you, you know, make like I, I had someone on my purgatory comment on my purgatory post today. They were like, mm -hmm. I don't agree with this, but this is a really sound argument. Oh, if you address it calmly or goofy, mm -hmm. like both calm, Funny. calm, 
calm funniness and goofiness and then and someone scrolls down and sees all like the angry vitriol blaze people from people who have a neutral side will tend to uh they'll they'll dip towards the person who's being rational you know they're like well mm. like all the like someone's like wow like i'm not catholic but like wow these protestants are being really mean anyway so i'm just letting them show their own asses excuse my language um Whoa. yeah <laughs> and it's uh working. it is working and like also, like I, I thought, I thought I was gonna get a lot of hate from the uh, the Orthodox, the Eastern Eastern Catholic posts that I made. I don't think there's a lot of Orthodox on Instagram. No, I they're out they're, there. They are they really? Oh, and they're they come out in force. Like they really? are, they're even more obnoxious than we are. I thought they were gonna get upset, but the Eastern Catholics loved it. They were like, "Yeah, that is totally us." <laughs> Little brother syndrome. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think that's just true. The, the Eastern Catholics are just kind of always. They're there. People forget about. They're them. like, don't Nobody forget about, about us. They're they're like an unnamed member of your family that got left behind the day of your wedding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were speaking generally, and I was like, hey, that happened. <laughs> no, no, I was talking specifically about you and your brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we left Sean home on the day of my wedding. I uh, Yeah. Gosh, it was so funny. We were all in the car. We were driving, and it was funny because, like, I was in the front seat driving. Ethan was shotgun. My other brother, Nick, was in the back seat, could see everyone noticed right. his, could probably tell his brother wasn't there, and my friend Nino. Yeah. And I go, like, yeah, I was telling something about, uh, I was describing a thing that in Florida, and I was like, you guys know what I'm talking about, Nick and Sean. And I was like, oh, no. And I just turned around, and everyone's like, what happened? And I looked out the window, and the girls were like, what's going on? I was like, we forgot Sean. And, everyone, <laughs> and Sean told me that he just it came down the stairs, so duk, 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 <laughs> and like looked around and went, uh, and then walked Everybody back upstairs. <laughs> Not again. This happens to Sean often. It happens very so, frequently. <laughs> so honestly, I would go so far as to say, like, yes, it's our fault. We should not have left him behind, right? No child left behind. George W. Bush, 9-11. It's important, right? But what I'm saying is it's not your responsibility when you're driving to your own wedding to make sure that everybody that needs to be in the car is in the car. You're getting married. You're That's busy. fair. I'm a I'm an interloper. I don't know who's any who who anyone is. Like I don't know who's supposed to be. <laughs> I'm in not the doing car. a head count. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm having a hard time even standing up straight. You're drunk before the wedding. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I'm not taking any vows. That's um, fair. I'm just joking. I was not drunk before the wedding, nor was I drunk after the wedding. You can watch the YouTube video uh, yourself and decide if Ethan was drunk at yes. my wedding or not. It's still the up. person whose fault this is. It lands squarely and firmly. <laughs> on sean's shoulders but it slides it slides right off because he ducks to avoid the responsibility so it hits nick right in the face because it is nick's fault. it is because, nick's fault totally because nick should have because nick should have been like hey wait a minute my brother's not here my bro- my brother's not here my one of my brothers is getting married my other brother not here and like that's a problem yeah. So I think it's very easy to point the finger at Sean and be like, yeah. how dare you not be downstairs on time, which is fair. We should have ceremoniously should... left Alex behind at your wedding just to like do a callback. C- ceremoniously. That would have been funny. Gosh, <laughs> Put, I, don't like, on purpose. Anything... <laughs> I don't remember anything from before my wedding. It's all that a blur. Was a, I was like a, it was a fever dream. The Sean thing is the yeah. only thing I remember. Yeah. That's that's all you need to remember because it's the only thing that was funny that happened. It's you so know? funny. Everything else was stressful. <laughs> yeah. 
So, okay, so we're growing on Instagram. The Eastern Catholics are doing fine. Uh, and I just wanted to commend you. I wanted to publicly Thank commend you. you. Thank you. I, on it's, all of the great work that you're doing. So it's, it's really, it puts a little pep in my step knowing yeah. that I've got this number that's just getting bigger in my pocket. That's my number, but it's because of you. Anti-Protestant content does well on Twitter and on Instagram. I don't know what it is. And I, I, I do, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not trying to be mean, he's, he's but sorry. like, it's just, you're, you're incorrect. And so like, it's just, it's funny and you were right. I yeah. think it's that I think it's like people that aren't necessarily Catholic, they like they like the confirmation bias of like this thing I identify with is correct. Mm-hmm. And so I think it still fits with our mission to like reach non Catholics. I think that you know, it's like some Protestants see it and they laugh. The people that's I think I think the uh here's my final take on the matter. It's like I, I've kind of I'm understood ready. about internet rage is that mm-hmm. Internet rage is so like you get you get a, a post that has ten thousand views, right? Like my Protestant post, right? Five hundred comments, maybe if, like maybe like seventy five percent of the comments are angry. So like mm-hmm. that's out of five hundred, that's like seven hundred and fifty angry people. Sorry, no half that. Um, that of five hundred, that's like seventy five angry people. No, it's geez, hold on, hold on. Wow, look, wow. I just drank an I'm entire. Gonna, I'm gonna let you. Struggle here. Give me, Struggle give me a session. second. Give me a second. What's half of yeah, seven hundred fifty? Three hundred fifty plus twenty five. You said five hundred. Three seventy five. So three hundred seventy five. Seventy five percent. I'm so. I. Wow. Not today. I don't need this for me right now. I'm so. I'm, not, I'm just. Don't be mad at me. You're I the should, one that tried I to do math. Had, I shouldn't have had. I shouldn't have had a beer because <laughs> I didn't have like light you... up lunch. You you went into your yard and you spread a bunch of rakes out and then you put a blindfold on and then you tried to walk through your yard and then you get mad at me when a bunch of rakes hit you in the face. That's what just happened. It's not my fault you tried to do math. Three hundred and seventy five people are pissed out of ten thousand. Out of ten thousand. Because most yeah, people see right. it and they chuckle. Most people see it and they go, I never thought about it like that. Most people see it and go, That's weird. You know, it's like th- those people are who I'm making the post for. Right. There, there have been a few people that I've had to, um, that I've had to restrict, not block, restrict. Instagram has a feature mm-hmm. called restricting, and it's for your friends you don't want to see anymore. You don't want them to like. It's for people like it's for it's for people to it's for people to uh, you block them without them knowing. So shadow ban. You shadow ban them. It's it's absolutely shadow banning. So you can mm-hmm. see their comment, they can see their mm-hmm. comment, but nobody else can see their comment. And I was like, if Instagram is letting us do it, that means they can do it too. Anyway, so, uh, but anyway, I Mm. thought it was good because there was someone who was like trolling our posts and and being all mean and stuff. And so I restricted them (gasps) so so they can keep commenting and boosting our posts, but no one can see it. (laughs) I wish that was on Twitter. I wish we could do that on Twitter. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think think you've you've really hit on something here that's going to carry us a long way. I hope we... uh, we continue. If you want to be a part of it, you can follow us on Instagram, the Crunchcast. If you don't follow us on Instagram, get an Instagram, follow us because we're changing the game. We're about to hit a rate of, of 500 followers a day, which means that in the next, dang it, I'm trying to do math again. In the next <laughs> 10 days, we're going to hit 100,000. <laughs> God, that, 10K. If that's not, okay. I, yeah, I, yeah, I dang it. <laughs> oh, well, that's fun. Can I, uh, can I tell you about so this week was the the 4th of July. Yeah. 
and that, that's kind of I was working. So you were you were traveling, and that's why you had all this time to to post. Can I share with you why I did not have any time to post? Yes, I think I know why, and I'm very sorry this happened you know. to you. <laughs> the yes, patrons know. To, the patrons, yeah, the patrons know. I had potentially, and I I don't like the Fourth of July generally. I think it's kind of unless you have like land <laughs> or, or like thousands of dollars it's kind of like not very fun you know like, what do you do you not have land or thousands of dollars i mean i have land mm -hmm. and i i suppose in the bank i do have thousands of dollars but not to like spend on fireworks uh, you don't have you land I mean? to spend on fireworks i see no, I don't. I guess I've put my own rakes down <laughs> on my land. <laughs> I so I, I think unless so, like to me, going to like a a fireworks show, yeah. or sitting and watching your neighbor set fireworks off, it, it's just not very enjoyable for me. You know, like <laughs> I don't really like it. I feel like it kind of goes on for too long. I feel like it's cool. You know, first 10 minutes, great. After that, what are we doing? You know, it's like, we do this every year. They're all the same. I'd rather... The rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting out. Okay, we get it. Yeah, it's 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 a bit too much, right? We've done this for too many years at this point. You know, it's like, all right, we're our own country. It's, yes, so is everyone else. <laughs> you know? You don't see Mexico launching fireworks it's the npc on. meme it's the npc meme we're celebrating our independence from the british <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the different countries <laughs> in addition in addition to that god doesn't even recognize america as a legitimate nation because we're yeah. a nation that was formed out of rebellion to a divinely appointed monarch <laughs> so like why don't we just Come on, get out of here. Well, why don't we just clump back in? I feel like all the English-speaking nations should just combine, you know, and kind of maybe have sort of a, like a king, maybe not like a kingdom, but maybe like a, a empire. And like when the sun goes down, like it never actually sets kind of on, on the empire. Yeah. On the empire. You know, like I think that we could do that if we just maybe tried. Tried hard. You yeah. know, if we just tried harder. Anyway. I don't like the 4th of July. I think it's kind of a lame holiday. Anyway, so I'm already not having a good time because there's this <laughs> expectation. Because it's a holiday and you have the day off. It's like, oh, it's going to, let's, let's do, you know, whatever. It's no fun because you're just sitting inside. It's hot. You got a baby. What are you going to do? Take, just hold the baby outside just because it's the 4th of July? No. No, it's July. You can't do that. It's July. Right? Why didn't it's they declare 98? independence in January? Come on. Right. It's 98 degrees. And or some more temperate month no like April. Nobody's having any fun. And so right around 6 p.m. on the 4th of July, the power goes out at my house. So I'm already having a bad day because I'm spending the whole day like hanging curtain rods, which is <laughs> fine. I'm glad that we got to do it. The American it tradition. Great, the American dream of, of doing home chores and organizing your new house that you moved into. Can't complain. Beautiful home. Who wants to hang up curtain rods? Nobody. Oops, so yeah. I was doing that all day power goes out 6 p.m everything, everything gets a little quiet it starts to get warm because it's still like 98 degrees outside so we're like thinking we're like looking at the little clock that the utility company has it's like oh it should be back on in a few hours great the time comes and goes 
it doesn't turn back on. The sun starts to set. People start launching fireworks. We're kind of stuck because it's like too late to get a hotel. My parents are there uh, and it's past Peter's bedtime and he can't fall asleep because it's hot. And we got to open up all the windows because it's hot, which means that all of the sound of all the fireworks from outside are coming inside the yes, house. Yeah. And so we're like trying to get Peter to sleep and he's not falling asleep and it's dark. And I have like multiple neighbors on my street launching fireworks and just being very rowdy generally. And so at like 10 p.m., I'm like, Emma, you have to take Peter and go to our friend's house and just sleep there. Like, I can't, we don't have, there's nothing else that nothing makes sense else. to yeah. do here. Yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. we've tried it all, you gotta leave. And so she leaves. I stay up with my family until midnight because that's when they said on the website, hey, the power's gonna come back on at midnight. So we're like, cool. So we're staying up and I'm drinking because that's the only way I know how to deal with hard situations. <laughs> and uh, we're playing cards and we're having a good time. And Ryan's there and he keeps losing which is, is not important to the story, but he's going to edit this, and I want him to remember the pain <laughs> of losing over and over again. Sorry, man. <laughs> Should have left you behind but, at the wedding. I'm just kidding. That's but it gets to midnight, and then it, it refreshes again, and it says 5.30 a.m. Oh, is the next estimated man. time. And so we're all just like, it, we're all just kind of hot, and we're all sweaty, so we all decide to go to bed. And I sleep okay. Everyone kind of sleeps okay. Uh, I get up at 6 a.m. The power's still not back on. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, this is crazy. So I get in the shower, hot water heater is not working, right? Because it's electricity powered. So I get oh, in the man. shower and I'm, and I got it. I'm taking this cold shower, which feels kind of good because you're sweating all night, but it's still like a cold shower. So you're uncomfortable. Power comes back on right after I am done with my shower. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, do I get back in and take a warm shower? <laughs> No. So I like, it just was a horrible, I was just like, it couldn't have come on 45 minutes earlier. And my dad said that he saw a truck drive by whatever time it was. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like five minutes later, the power was back on. So the theory that we have working is because it was the 4th of July, they just didn't send anybody out. And so we were, the power was out for 12 hours uh, with a baby at home. That sounds about and right. My, my aging parents... They're like 55. <laughs> my aging parents. Yeah. And they just didn't, they could have like, literally, it seems like all it takes is like you flip a switch. Like that's what my understanding of what happens out there. Like I don't know what they do when they turn the power back on, but I feel like there's just a big switch that goes from off to on. Like there, it can't be more complicated. It, it, yeah. Based on what I know from like contractors from having talked to and worked with them for the past three months is mm -hmm. that it mm -hmm. sounds like the power went off after 5 p.m. and came on after 8 a.m. So yeah. on a work day. So I think they just sent a guy out on a work day. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about just, right to me. I know. I was it's talking so to an AC guy today and he was like, Yeah, I don't like doing after hours calls because I'm just a two man shop. And I'm like, Yeah, that makes sense. But like there's gotta be someone like there needs to be someone who does twenty four mm -hmm. hour service. They can charge whatever they want. They can you know. Oh, it's a scam. This is why every American needs to learn how to break into their local substation and flip the big switch from off to on. You know, that's what we need more of. I don't need, you don't need to know how to uh, change your oil. Because there's never, there's a guy never, for that. there's never a situation oh, dang where it. I was going to tell Sean like, to go change my oil. You still can. Text him right now. Okay. No, What's I up? can't because the... Oh, because your phone's being used. One second, one second. You're, there's never a situation that you're One sec, in. one okay, sec, bye. one sec. All right, see you later. Hey, Mom. Uh, can you make Sean go get the oil change in the car?
There you go. There's never a situation <laughs> where if you don't get your oil changed that you will die. Yeah. You know, like it's never life or death. There are situations where if you don't have heat on in your house, uh, your mother-in-law will complain, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so not saying that my mom complained, I'm just giving an example. But so this is why I think we need to learn where these places are, learn how to break into them, potentially armed, take control of them, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then sort of dispense power as we see fit in opposition yeah. to like local governing bodies. Mm -hmm. Are mm -hmm. you pro, mm -hmm. pro, pro or, or against? I'll take the con position just to be contrarian. Why? I see we no problem. Fascist, Let's do it. Man. Let's do it. All right, cool. Dispense I'm power not... as we see fit. Just like as we yeah. see fit. <laughs> it's just you sitting there on a throne made of like mm -hmm. made of like uh, power strips and you're just like mm, yeah. execute him. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. I'm just the power guy. I came to turn the power back just, on. You have no power here. <laughs> he just doesn't have Wi-Fi for a week, you know. It's just like you don't, you don't get to post. You don't get to post. I, that reminds me of a guy. So I follow a lot of Bulgarian bodybuilders on Twitter, and the uh, why? What? what? What do you mean? What? Why specifically Bulgarian? Because I love the way that the that the people of that region live their life. You love Eastern you know? Europeans. I do. I think they've got something that we don't have. Being having being a former member of the Soviet Union, <laughs> right, and as such, having a bit of you know doggedness, you know, yeah. having a bit of yeah, having a bit of introspection about their place in the universe, mm -hmm. uh, not being afraid to to go out and get what they want, but also not being afraid to to take leisure, you know, and yeah, to relax and be a little fascist, you know, you know? just like be, no, it's you don't have to be a little fascist. You just have to kind of be like a cool, chill uh Balkan you know <laughs> so anyway I follow these Bulgarian bodybuilders and I learn a lot from them clearly and I there was this one Andrew story Tate is guy. technically a Bulgarian an Eastern European bodybuilder so then why does he speak English well it's he just lives in Romania oh so okay so he's not I don't like Andrew Tate so no no, get, no we're not gonna we're not wading into the Dude, waters of do you know the how many? Do you know how many kids at... I did a guy's talk for high schoolers. Do you know how many kids asked me about mm -hmm. Andrew Tate? Like A lot, probably. They brought it up both times, which is not a lot, mm. but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> love love a little good old Doofenshmirtz meme. Anyway, this Speaking is Speaking of Eastern Europeans, back to... Back to, yeah. So this, this guy posted this story about a friend of his who um, he lived in this big you know, old Soviet apartment block. Yeah. And, uh, he lived in a Soviet block. He lived in a Soviet block and he, he, the internet was so bad. And so what he did is he went to the black market. I don't know how he did this, but he went to the black market <laughs> and he got this device where he could just shut off everyone else's internet, but his. And so, <laughs> so sometimes he would just like, not even be at his apartment. Like he would be leaving and he would turn it off for the whole building just out of spite because of how bad the internet was. <laughs> that's incredibly frustrating. And I just, I, yes, I just think that that's so funny that this guy like goes out of his way, uses all of these like skills and abilities that he has just to like make his neighbors miserable because they're being too loud at night and they're yeah. taking up his internet bandwidth, you know, and then leaves <laughs> And then just turns it off for everybody in the building. I think that that's so funny. 
obviously it's very wrong. How dare you Bulgarian bodybuilder? But I think, uh, <laughs> you know, they can do what they want. It's a lawless place. I think in Bulgaria? the best ways out there. Yeah. Yeah. I it, think they would like me if I went there. They don't have laws in Bulgaria. <laughs> I think, I think they would find a kinship with me. Based on my understanding of Eastern Europe, I think the smallest woman there could snap you like a twig. <laughs> How is that not true here, also? <laughs> the smallest woman. Yes. One of our wives, probably the smallest. Our wives probably. are small people. If, Could snap if you if like I a twig. If mind to it, goodness, I wouldn't see the morning. <laughs> That's the truth. I think I think we should do a, a crunch goes to Eastern Europe field trip <laughs> after our pilgrimage. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking of where we would be most out of place, you know? I speaking of being out of place and and the pilgrimage, I I was like looking up yeah. I was looking up like how to like things in Israel, and it was one of the articles that came up was how to not look like a tourist in Israel, and I was like, too late. What do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, there's there's I don't no think it's there, there's no way for me to not look like a tourist that wouldn't get me canceled if I ran for office. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I had a really funny I kind, joke. Of have, I kind of have got the nose going, and so I think yeah, I'll be okay. Yeah, I think you could do it. Your you name know? is Ethan. You just need to change it to Stevie Steen. Stevie yeah. Berg. And the reason I feel comfortable saying that is because when I was in middle school, people called me Jufro because I had I had really kind of curly hair that yeah. went out like this. Not Jewish. Never been Jewish. Uh, no Jewish family at all. Just have a big nosed gene, and you had curly my, hair, my, and I had curly hair, and apparently that gave a lot of eighth graders at Chisholm Trail Middle School permission to be anti-Semitic to me. me. Yeah, no, to me, which makes it, I guess, it makes it okay because I'm not actually Jewish, so I'm not really doing a hate crime. You know, I I had a really funny joke. So it's like calling a white guy the N word. It doesn't really it doesn't like, really like, work. Is that really <laughs> really like, a hate crime? That was offensive, know. but not. <laughs> To me, you know? <laughs> Not to me, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Aziz Ansari has a bit about that, about how someone, since he's, uh, since he's Middle Eastern, he's Indian, but, like, mm -hmm. they called him, mm -hmm. they called him, uh, the N-word, but, like, with another word in front of it, and he's like, that's just offensive to a whole yeah. different group of people. <laughs> That's yeah. not offensive to me. You're just being offensive to black people. That's not fair. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so I, uh. I told a story as a part of my men's talk at this uh, mm -hmm. at the family fest that I went to that involved uh, digging for a dinosaur bone, what I thought was a dinosaur bone when I was in pre-K, and I had oh, my uh, yeah, yeah. PVC pipe. Yeah, I had my yeah. friend do it for me, and I told I told I told the story about how like he came up to me afterwards, like he was digging like the whole the whole thirty minute period he was like digging, and so when he came up to me, he was like covered in mulch dust and like dripping with sweat and i described that i was like his face was like black with mulch for the middle schoolers and high schoolers that's where i left it but for the college kids i was like i have a really good joke for this and so i oh, said yes. if i had taken a picture of him he could have run for office in virginia <laughs> 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 and they uh they, they took him a second but they were like oh come on you can't <laughs> that's really funny he could have become the prime minister of canada <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't uh, take much. Just have a communist dad. It know? was 2002. Everyone was doing blackface back then. Robert Downey Jr., Shane Dawson, everybody. I don't know who Shane Dawson is. Good for you. Yeah. I uh, Have you seen... So speaking of... I was trying to think of... Speaking of blackface? 
No, 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 no. Okay. Totally different subject. Good, good, good. Have good. you seen? I have a few different things that may or may not intersect. Oh, okay. Is have this another? Are we doing it? Are we doing another episode no, 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 of no, no, Ethan no, no. says the no. news to Patrick no. and he doesn't no, know um, about it? <laughs> no, I I learned my lesson last week after you just were not interested in podcasting with me about those things. So I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> it's like a it's like a little uh, puppy who's like trying to get the attention of the older dog, which is funny because right, I'm yeah. younger than you. So, not not by much. <laughs> I'm glad that we've been so, friends for so long that that sounds like an insult now. Rather than right. earlier where it was like, oh, you're older than me. You have all this experience. <laughs> yeah. Some some say that you are older than me. Some think that. You haven't that. seen the birth certificate. so I'm an old soul. Yeah. I think if people asked, they would say that you're older than me. Probably. It's because of the beard. You've got the, it's the beard. It's, it's the, the, beard. the confidence. It's the glasses. <laughs> it's the, the, <laughs> the, the general... The massive jadedness. Thighs, that's jaded. Yes, jaded. Repeated insinuations of leaping into traffic. All of that <laughs> kind of ages you a little bit. Yes, I will say lack of lack of desire to continue living. That's a very old person thing. <laughs> I know. It depends on your generation, really. Um, hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So have you seen, this is something that I'm very concerned about. There's a few things actually that I'm very concerned about. Number one, have you, seen the, sea big, levels. Oh, sorry. have you seen the big orb in Las Vegas? No. It's been making the rounds on Twitter. They built a big orb. Well, it's orb. an orb, Ethan, so. <laughs> it's a big <laughs> orb and it's like an LED, uh, like it's a 360 degree like they kind of they made it into a basketball for the nba summer leagues they kind of made cool wacky shapes they made it into a giant eyeball at one point and that's what really alerted me a little bit because it's like okay the symbolism of a giant eye over the over sin city is uh pretty stark um are you looking at pictures of it you're seeing the the msg sphere yeah when U2 I... christens the entertainment venue with a series of <laughs> concerts. <laughs> Anticipation is growing. 366 feet tall, 516 like feet wide. Much like they christened my iPhone in 2014, they are going to christen the orb. It's just called Sphere, and it has a whole... <laughs> it has a whole yeah, I, I guess, yeah. That, that's I... like building the world's tallest building and calling it Prism. <laughs> yeah. Or... Uh... I think there's some things like that that happen in the Bible where they like name a a, a son like and his name is Son. You know what I mean? Like the literal translation yeah. of the Hebrew word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they did that back in the day. So I'm concerned about the orb. I don't like how it looks. I don't like it's sort of an ominous. It's giving ominous to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it could be used. It's like a. It's like they're slowly starting to introduce. You know. Uh, uh, I feel like. 
let me just get to the meat of it. I feel like we're being prepared for the United States government to tell us that aliens exist. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't believe that aliens exist. Okay. I don't. First of all, you're wrong, but continue. I think if the aliens, if, if the government has had contact with aliens, it's demons. That's my unironic opinion. I do not trust the demons. So I've been in your camp for a long time where I've always been thinking like, okay, aliens are either angels or demons, you know, probably demons, because why would angels kidnap you and like eat cows and stuff and make crop circles and all that? It's weird. doesn't make any sense. Why are the angels crashing ships in the the desert? And for the record, for the record, it is no, it is no more ridiculous to believe in uh-huh. angels than it is to believe in demons crop circles are made by demons crop circles are made by aliens same it's the same, same. Lo- yeah this is actually One the, sounds the more sci-fi of the, yeah of the movie signs have you ever seen the movie signs yes you should watch it it's pretty good it's mel gibson yeah it's, uh, i have it's it's kind of got a lot of christian undertones under yeah themes. i think i remember it yeah. Where actually it's pretty overt. It's not even an undertone. It's like the guy is a pastor. Well, it's Mel Gibson. His wife, yeah. his wife died or whatever, and uh, or left him, and he's like trying to reconcile with his faith. You know, he's a pastor. He's supposed to do. It. And then the aliens come, and the aliens are actually the demons that are trying to like get him to pull away from the faith. But the demons, surprise, surprise, are repelled by water. Whoa, water! Crazy symbolism. It's a pretty good story. You should watch it. But anyway, so. I've been doing some reading on 4chan and other related websites. And... <laughs> Everyone on wow. 4chan is either an FBI agent or a mark. That's the... How do we How do we know? How do we know? It's... This guy seemed pretty convincing to me. <laughs> that's even more... That's even... That, that seals it. Okay. It's so all there was, there was a right, post... Go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, right? I'm, I'm going to be 100% straight up with you. So there was a post on Reddit the other day that... <laughs> That Joe Rogan tweeted out and like a couple of other it like got a lot of like mainstream attention. Okay. It wasn't just like a Ethan saw this in a really niche, weird corner of the internet. Like this was put uh-huh, out a, yeah. in a lot of different places. Sure. Don't, yeah. don't 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 entertain me like I'm a I'm a child. Okay. I'm trying <laughs> to have a real conversation. Okay. <laughs> Basically this post by this guy who claimed to be, you know, a molecular biologist who has a PhD and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And he said that he got he worked at some lab, some institute in uh Maryland, right? Yeah, Fort Detrick was where it was. Okay. And he got to examine uh, genomes and like the biology of these corpses, right? And they were humanoid in shape, but they had all mm. these kind of differences about them, all the way down to like the way that their genome was structured is different than the way that our genome was structured. It was very sciencey, right? I don't know anything <laughs> yeah. about it. I know that sounds super lame, but you, I can send you the link and you can go and read it. But there were sure. lots of people in the comments that were saying, like, hey, I also have my degree in this, and I can confirm that this guy, like, either either got a degree in a PhD in, in molecular biology and decided to use that degree to write this post, or he this, like, actually happened. Like, there's really – there's only the two options because it's, like – the things that he said were only things that would be said by a guy who had a PhD in microbiology. Like you can't. Sure, but people also comment things like right. that. Totally, totally. As totally. a bit, but if you get a, if you get enough people 
Who's to say? Anyway, let's back no, it's, it up. No, it's, it, it takes zero knowledge about molecular biology to write. As a molecular biologist, I can confirm that this is written by a molecular That's biologist. That's true. And obviously, I know that you can take chat GPT-4 and write whatever you want. Like, I'm the not nothing, under any The illusions. nothing ever happens. I'm a nothing ever happens virgin, not right. a something happened uh, yeah. chat. I'm a something happened chat. So I read through this whole post. It didn't seem like not real, but it also didn't seem real. And then I read this other post, and that's when I was on 4chan for a minute, and I was reading through this guy who claimed that he was with the military and that uh, they had... Uh, they were a part of like the UFO retrieval team, you know, that would like retrieve UFOs that had landed, you know, in the United States. And this was, you know, uh, posted on 4chan before this guy comes out, this Grush guy. He was like on all of the major news places saying like, hey, I was a part of the UFO uh, retrieval team with the Air Force. And like we've, re- we've recovered, you know, dozens and dozens of, you know, UFOs. So... It, it just seems like there's a lot of these things that are kind of happening all at once that are like this year people are coming out and saying more and more boldly like hey I'm an intelligence officer or a former intelligence officer UFOs are real and also they're not from earth okay at what point and I like I'm trying to be 100% serious at what yeah, point I feel you does it does it stop being does it stop being like oh those people are crackpots that are trying to get attention and at yeah. what point does it start being oh, we should probably, like, think about this in a more serious way. Sure. Do you see what I'm I saying? I would love to think about it in a more serious way with you right now. All right, Ethan. Okay, I'm ready. Don't try to reduce it down to some simple thing. You're going to be like, oh, let's just baptize them. I, no. I don't want that. And then okay. we see if, if they're repelled by it. No, I, yeah. I think, like, all right, so do you know how long it takes mm-hmm. to get to Jupiter? to pluto from earth sure Sure. to for another like another solar system in the same galaxy right do you know how far it takes to get to the next sun where life could be sustained okay let me propose something to you that the aliens have mastered light speed travel potentially so no (laughs) hey let me finish All all right all right if there's this many they're like, oh yeah, we've recovered like dozens of UFOs. Yeah. There, do you know how much time it takes for someone on Earth to prepare and launch a <laughs> spacecraft? Yeah, I I know a good friend of mine who it actually took a long time of his to get actually out of an airport just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it takes forever. <laughs> Like, I thought that's what you were alluding to. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying it takes like, it takes so long to like, it's so many calculations to, to lo- like launching a spaceship is not a, a, a casual thing, even for an advanced civilization. Yeah. So like yeah. the idea that aliens would mm-hmm. be constantly landing on earth <laughs> to the point where a guy from the air force is like, Oh yeah, I picked up a couple on the way back from work last week. <laughs> Would either yeah. mean one of two things is that right. aliens are just constantly launching stuff at Earth every <laughs> six months from different planets, <laughs> or and they all and they all crash. <laughs> none of them. None are of them successful. have ever landed. They're successful <laughs> they're just, enough. To they're the worst aliens of all time. <laughs> it took us. It took us thirteen Apollo missions uh, to figure out how to yeah. land on the moon. They can't right. figure out how to land one. <laughs> 
they're con and it has to be different like alien civilizations because it's like multiple yeah. so it's like they right. have to coordinate the launches and make sure no one's launching at the same time you know there's right. no they're it's not all Star making Wars. it they're all making it out of their solar system and making it to earth but none of them can figure out a land or so funny. or they're here and they just keep shooting things at earth and nothing's happening and we haven't detected them yet that's the two right. options so that's the two options. so let me let me propose something to you there's a yeah. few different things that i've read so now obviously you can dispute the veracity of these claims you can say like oh that's a that's a fed on uh slash x on 4chan that's like or a larper to... that's more likely or or a larper a larper which is more likely um but so there are two contentions that I saw that maybe counteract your argument. Oh, oh sure. Contention okay, one, yeah, I bet. Right, I'm just, no, what, no. So contention one, there's this guy, Bob Lazar, right? He's kind of, a lot of people don't like him. He was on uh, Joan Rogan, and you can listen to his interview. Yeah, that sounds but like a real was... name, Bob Laser. He... <laughs> He's the space guy. Yeah, imagine being named Patrick Nevy. <laughs> it's like name, is name. name is Laser. Name is Laser. Lazar. Yeah, how is it spelled? L A Z A R. That spells laser. All right. So Fine, he go was, ahead. Tell me about Bob Laser. He was, he was a physicist in Area 51. And he. Uh, so he researched and worked on, according to him, some type of craft. Right? And part of what he was working on was the propulsion system for the craft. Mm. And the thing that made the craft go was a device that generated gravitational waves. Okay, so very similar to when you have two magnets, you push them against each other, they like can't go. It feels like there's a force in between them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it, this was just like a machine that when it turned on, you like couldn't, you couldn't put anything close towards it because it was pushing gravity away from the machine, right? And that's mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. that's how the spaceships worked, according to him, right? If that is true, let's just yes. take that as a fact for a second. If, if that true. is true, yes. if it's true, and you can create a gravitational field around an individual ship, then the laws of, of space and travel and distance and time and light, all of the things that we kind of take for granted, stop applying in the same way. That's right? not true. It is true. You no matter just how tried much to divide, gravitational You just waves. tried to do 75% of 500 a couple of minutes ago, and you were having a hard time. So Fair, I don't think you however, should be the guy telling us how I, gravity I don't works. Believe, I don't believe for a second that a gravitational wave machine is going to be the thing that makes you be able to go faster than light speed. Why not? This is crazy. Nothing goes faster than light, Ethan. We all know that. I'm not saying it goes faster than light. I'm just saying it changes it changes everything that we know about moving through space. It changes multiple things, but like okay, so this thing this thing generates gravitational waves and pushes things away yeah. from it and that's how it moves. How does Correct. it move through space? It moves it when it creates the field around it, it uh -huh. essentially creates its own sort of reality according to this guy. So it's it's operating on its own um, you know how like the sun or no, like when you're doing physics problems in school, like the earth is big enough that you don't have to like calculate the forces of the gravity of the sun on the earth when you're doing your physics mm -hmm. problems. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's the exact same thing where it's like it creates its own sort of independent reality outside of the vacuum of space around it. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't, that doesn't seem real. 
It doesn't that seem does real. Seem right? fake. It seems it's that does it seem seems fake. fake. If it's real, it answers one of the questions. The second thing that I read, and this was the guy, he says that he has liver cancer and that he's dying, and that when he dies, he has a box that someone's gonna open and post on 4chan all the things that is in his box because he can't reveal his identity yet. But anyway, uh, he was his argument was that he worked on one of those UFO retrieval teams that like a very public US Army officer or Air Force officer just came out two weeks ago and talked uh-huh. about. He said that he worked on something very similar, but just in the, in a different branch of the government. But that the the source of all of these UFOs is an underwater factory in the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah. You've heard you've heard about this. Mm-hmm. So, and they can like track it and trace it, and they've tried like the, that the United States Navy has sent submarines. I know I sound like an insane guy, but you have to bear with me. Because I like that the UFO to, like, is in the most UFO place you could be in, the Bermuda Triangle, right. which, for the record, right. is off the coast of Miami. It's, like, not right. this mystical place. It's just yeah. Miami is the top of the Bermuda Triangle, and then there's the Bahamas. It's, like, just a place yes. where people go all the time. Anyway, go ahead. Let, let me just finish this thought, and it's then fine. I want to have, like, a... We're, we talk, it's like, there's a faith angle here that I want to get to, but I wanted to Great. lay all this out first as to, like, <laughs> yeah. why I'm thinking about all this. So... If it's true that there is a very large underwater factory that has access to the energy sources needed to create these gravitational machines, that has access to like a whole manufacturing facility that, because if you can create a gravitational thing around your deal, then water and like the pressure of water doesn't really matter. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? So it, like it makes, if the first thing is true, then this thing doesn't, yeah, isn't sure. like a problem. You sure, know? sure, sure. Um, according to this guy, they've sent submarines and fighters and different things like close to it and they just get they get blown up they get destroyed uh upon you know getting close to the to the factory you know it could be a part of a grand narrative that this guy is weaving on this forum it could be true like it just it seems like it would make sense that an underground advanced alien factory would have the capabilities to not be detected if it didn't want to be Um, so here's what i'm saying because all of these things seem to be kind of like slowly rolling out, you know, like if you've been paying attention, like there started to be some things back in 2017, there were some news releases, they kind of, they had this Air Force Commission thing that's been like very slowly rolling through Congress, and then they removed some whistleblower protections, or like added some whistleblower protections so people could come out and like violate NDAs so that they could report on UFOs, so that kind of stuff has been happening, this guy just did this news, this like bombshell news thing, you know, a couple of weeks ago, there's a lot of other things that have floated out of leaked conversations with admirals that are talking about these different divisions of the, the government and the military that are responsible for this type of research that all seem to kind of point to that there are crafts that we don't know where they came from, at the very least, right? Mm-hmm. And that we've taken them and that we've researched them. So here's my question. I know some of the answers from like Jimmy Aiken and other people about like, all right, Catholics, this is how we would deal with this if this were to happen. But, like, don't you think that everything would just kind of fall apart? If, like, they, they came out one day, let's say in four years, the government came out and was like, aliens are real, they live here in the underwater factories, we've been talking to them for, for 70 years, you huh. know, ever since the Cold War started, and we developed nuclear capabilities, like, we've been in communication with them, and they launched ships to, like, monitor us, and uh, they seem to just be interested in preventing us from destroying ourselves, but they're here, and this is what they look like, and here's Todd, their leader. You know, like, <laughs> it's, like, don't you think that would kind of just, 
Like, I don't believe that we would just be able to say, oh, okay, well, um, they're probably demons, or, like, if they are from another planet, like, we should try to offer them the sacraments. Like, I just don't think that that would happen. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't like, think I don't that think... would happen, yeah. Because that seems to be, like, this hypothetical, like, oh, we would just, you know, invite them to be Christian. But, like, I think all of that just flies out the window if that oh, actually happens. I don't think so. You know what I mean? No, I don't think you so. You don't think so? Yeah, so it's, like, if they're from another planet, they're not mm -hmm. human, so right. they're not subject to the fall unless they fell, which sure. then they would need some kind of salvation, but they couldn't be saved by Christ based on our understanding of salvation. Right. So right. then they're just lost, I guess. So like that yeah. would be crazy. And then yeah. the other idea is um, the other, the other reality is like, we know that human beings have rational souls and are immortal however it is theoretically possible for a rational soul to be annihilated upon death so we don't know any we, the only rational being we know also has an immortal soul but it's possible for a highly intelligent being to have an, a finite soul like that's mm. theoretically possible so it's possible the aliens are smart right. enough to build spaceships but their souls are annihilated upon death Here's here's a theory that I have that Which I, think, I think this that would be crazy. And I think yeah. this plays into what you've just said, because let's say, for example, because one of the things it's in these posts, again, you can claim that they're not real or that there's LARPers or whatever. Sure. But like the the guy, the molecular biologist who just posted something the other day that a bunch of people were posting about, um, he seemed to imply that these corpses were sort of specifically engineered for whatever task that was given them so they were kind of drones or worker bees that were maybe grown or designed vis-a-vis -vis their genome and all the other parts of their bodies specifically to do a certain thing i don't know what that thing is mm -hmm. um so the part of me was like okay that seems a little bit weird with the whole like oh let's just try to baptize them thing so if like if it if a species gets so advanced and like we could kind of see this in humanity too it's like if we get so advanced that we can just kind of grow humans without the need for sexual reproduction um and i'm not talking about like ivf because ivf is like a different thing you know because you still mm -hmm. need a sperm and an egg but if you could grow a human being without a male donor sperm and a female donor egg which seems like that's what these aliens could do in theory like if that were to happen in my perspective it's like the, the aliens that started that whole process would be like the rational, intelligent beings that may have an immortal soul that probably are going to be in, go to hell for all eternity because they've, cre they've like created this system where they, they're expanding through the universe by like generating single-use creatures mm -hmm. that may be hyper-intelligent but are not like given – that are like intentionally have the things like – they don't have sexual organs and they don't have – you know, they can't eat in the same way. They don't go to the bathroom in the same way. Like, they excrete through their skin, apparently. Ew. So it's just like, if all that is true, then it's like these hyper-intelligent beings that existed for who knows how long, like, took away these other things and then, like, bestowed rationality on a being, but, like, didn't give it any of the good parts about being a, a rational creature, you know, the ability mm -hmm. to, like, have a relationship and communicate and eat and drink and... So they're you know, malevolent. Feast. Yeah. So... So they are just malevolent creatures mm -hmm. that are fallen, but like the actual aliens that are rocking around here might all be like n not, they might all be like created in that way, 
by like the other hyper intelligent beings. So in that case, it would be like a really funky situation where it's like we have alien life on Earth. Yeah. But it's but they're not like they're they're rational, but they're not immortal in the same way that we are. Which would be it, to me that seems like the likeliest thing, but it also was like the most bonkers thing that could happen because yes. it would just it would just break people's brains. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. This has all been very interesting. I would yeah. like to point out that uh-huh. this is just like the 21st century version of, hey, yo, we heard there's witches in the mm-hmm. woods, and can you baptize a witch? Like, this is just it's not, theoretically it's not, the same though, thing. Because witches are human beings. It's fair. You know? I get, like, so, like, they, came, I, they came out of an ovum or whatever. I don't know. Please don't write in. It's, uh, like, it's like this, this, this conversation, like, it just because, I guess, okay, we're a little too quick to defer... Yeah to science and the yeah. news which we should yeah. not be because two things that we should never defer to you know what science and the news gave us covid19 it, yeah like it's just i'm saying i'm saying it's like just because it's just funny it's funny if you ask if you ask the average person what's more likely to exist uh a sea monster or an alien they'll probably say an alien even though sea monsters just exist like what's like, a giant what? squid? Come on, it's a sea monster. Okay, like what sure. do you mean? You know, <laughs> you tell me you a giant squid's that... never taken down a ship. You know, like that's. <laughs> you ever thought that maybe there's a reason that ninety percent of the ocean isn't explored? Because the sea monsters won't let that... us. You ever thought I... that maybe the it's aliens just... won't let us? You hear about aliens... this thing with the submersible? Maybe he got too close to the factory. <laughs> the Titanic is the factory. J.P. Morgan <laughs> is an alien. <laughs> he sunk the Titanic on purpose to deliver a yeah. package. There's a bunch of clues in all of the James Cameron movies that if you stitch them together, then it answers the the great alien riddle. And if he's play, the one that they've contacted. If you play every James Cameron movie back to back, yeah, you get imagine that we a week that of your we life meet wasted. the aliens. Imagine that we meet the aliens and they're just straight up the Navi from Avatar. That's that'd be really, <laughs> just, that'd be really he's funny. He's just he he's just right. He's like, just he just was like oh yeah that's what they are and they have something called yeah. unobtainium. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Well, this has been uh, fun. Is, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed this, this uh, theological hypothetical with you. Um, yeah, I just like to point out, I, think, I just think it's funny that our science-based culture finds it so likely that aliens exist, and we're doing the mm-hmm. same thing that the vampire people did back in the day. Yeah. I, you know what I'm excited for? <laughs> what i don't know if i if i can say this i'm being a horrible person if if they are if the aliens are rational but they don't have immortal souls can i just like kill them no you can't just kill an animal but it's not an animal yeah it is it's it has a soul it's, it's just, animated just a hyper just a hyper intelligent animal yeah you can't just murder a dog you know, like at what at what level? So like, it's not wrong to eat a dolphin, even though they're intelligent. But like, okay, I'm right, not saying yeah. I'm I'll not saying that I would kill I'll and eat it. the aliens. I'm not saying that I would kill and eat the aliens. But I am saying, like, maybe what if it was found out that they, they... were really tasty? <laughs> what would my moral culpability be if I saw one walking down the street and I just kind of loaded them into the back of the truck and <laughs> threw them on the grill? That's a great question. 
It is a great question. It's we one that ask, not enough theologians are asking. We should ask Bob Laser if the aliens were tasty. <laughs> hey, Bob Laser, I know you lost your job and your wife and everything because you came out with the secrets of what's happening at Area 51, but do you think we could cook and eat the aliens? <laughs> Just like, Can we do it live on the podcast so that people can watch us do it? Dude, that's another thing that we don't think about is like, what if the aliens like podcasts? <laughs> whole new market we're in we're in baby imagine there's a little section on instagram ads where it's just like which demographic would you like to pick it's like women men <laughs> aliens <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes directly to mark zuckerberg oh oh called out well that's it we've gone over our time for the show today but i really wanted to get through all of that let's uh uh y- y- thank you for listening we do three episodes a week every week this is our, our main episode where we get into the world's problems and we solve them and we laugh along the way. Our episodes <laughs> yeah. on Wednesdays are Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner and we do dating questions and we solve your dating problems and you can write in on our Discord, bit.ly slash crunch Discord. You can submit them in the Dating Corner channel or you can email Patrick directly, patrick at thecrunchcast.com. Once we get our website back, We'll have a link on the website where you can submit those, but until then, it's not. It's out. It's out of the question. (laughs) We're working on it, and uh, we do a third episode every week on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/TheCrunch for the people that support us at ten dollars a month. You can get a third bonus secret episode that we do every single week, and uh, it's it's really fun. We talk about our lives. We're explicit, and uh, we have we have a lot of fun. So that's where we're at. You can follow us everywhere on every platform. Uh, Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? I'm excited to announce my newest venture, uh, KFM, Kentucky Fried Martians. <laughs> it's Colonel Sanders with a gun just shooting. <laughs> <laughs> it's Admiral Sanders, and it's like Akbar from... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you. We'll see you all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.